0: another episode of the Language of Spirit show. I'm your host, Andrew Fritz, and today we have another special guest with us. Allie Hunger has been sensing and directing energy all of her life. Only did she become conscious of this when she chose to put herself through psychic and magical training starting in 2004. It was grim mental and physical health issues which triggered her need for a big change in life. Working with energy became an everyday practice. To transform energy is to perform mental, emotional, and physical alchemy and everyone can do this. Through her work, Allie is devoted to stimulating these capabilities and others, to aid in releasing what limits and to activate the required energy for the experience of personal power. Allie offers transformative recalibration sessions through reading, psychic development counseling, and guided meditations for people who want to become alive to their natural metaphysical
1: potential. Hi, Allie, welcome to the show. Hello, Andrew. Nice to be here.
0: Yeah, pleasure to have you on. Good to see you again. Um Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, first question I'd like to kind of start off with is one that I ask a lot of guests, and that's you know, when and how did you get into spirituality? I always find that fascinating.
1: Okay. Um <laughs> when and how um did i get into like i'm just going to break down the whole sentence yeah go for it get into spirituality i mean you could go back to when i was a baby <laughs> but um i think that you're asking when did i really put my focus on it and which was which is probably like get into so i got into it when i got sick mm. uh, Uh, diagnosed with chronic disease and I was really kind of background depressed pretty much all my life until uh, until I focused on connecting to my spirit and or I don't know if I was connecting to my spirit I think I was just sad and thought that that was how life is and then I got sick and things started happening where my body started to get a little broken down mm. in my twenties and I got scared. And I just asked for help from the sky.
2: Mm.
1: And that's what I, I think I considered God or something, some sort of uh. human being, mm. I was like, ask the sky, at a, a bus stop bench, <laughs> I was just like, all right, I need help. Like, I'm admitting, I got this. I, I, you know, I didn't know what to do, so I just surrendered at that moment a few years before I found readings and psychic stuff that really turned me around, mm. I think. Yeah, when in my twenties, so twenty some years ago, and um, it's I just haven't been able to turn around ever since. Like I haven't, I like even people that I was trained with and stuff. Like maybe you, um, are just like, whoa, she's still here. yep i'm still doing it like people all the time text me or like instagram like oh you're still doing your oh I, we didn't know and people that like i hung out with family members last week and they're just like oh oh you oh you do this like you don't you that don't face,
2: have... yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not,
1: it's not it's not a little phase that you were going through. It's not like my little goth phase that was huge. huge. <laughs> still here, still here a little bit. But um, I, yeah, I, I went dark at one point, and now I'm a little happier because I've gotten connected to my energy.
0: That's awesome. You've actually answered numerous of my questions just all in <laughs> that right there.
1: <laughs> well, I can I can elaborate on anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh you're good
0: no. you must be psychic though. <laughs> um yeah, that's uh you kind of painted a picture of like what was happening kind of even kind of leading up to kind of going to a, a school where there's whoa, meditation and energy healing and these different like kind of psychic trainings. Um so before that even like do you recall times like even in childhood where you're like you had there was psychic phenomena or just you notice things on that level where you're like, oh, I'm seeing this or feeling that or communicating
1: with this. Like, did you notice things even be prior to that? I did. I remember this one time I was in middle school. So what is that? Like 13, 14. Mm -hmm. And I was in this gifted class, which was called, I think, quest. Mm -hmm. And we would do creative things because we like scored some certain way on tests and stuff. Huh. And I remember we were giving a performance, which I was terrified of, like just being, having any attention on me at that time was just huh. like, too <laughs> cool. and I had had a dream the night before the performance, which we had like a little boom box with the tape on it. And oh, we yeah. were- play on the tape and the song would sing and we would do the little they they call it tiktok dances now but that's not (laughs) we've been doing these forever yeah yeah. Um, we had this little dance and like song that we would sing about learning or some creative it was it it was genius of course Mm -hmm. but i had this dream before that we pushed and the tape was on the wrong side because back in the day you had to have the tape on the right side yeah yeah Cassette tapes i don't know i don't know how much i need to explain with that but i mean they're popular now cassette tapes yeah and they're vintage and the exact thing happened in the performance in reality like the next day i was just like somebody pushed the play And then nothing happened. And I was like, just turn the tape over. Just turn the tape over. And somebody just (laughs) turned the tape over. And I was just like, and then everybody was just like, we're going. We're rolling. We're doing our little whatever dances. And I was just like, that was weird. You know, in my mind, like, in my experience, it was kind of a mind blowing experience. For them, it was just like, oh, she took care of it, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay." but um that was like silly Mm -hmm. that was me seeing energy i think that what really i used to do when i was a kid was sit in the back of the car Mm -hmm. while whatever was going on in my family or whatever was going on in the car and have headphones on and just visualize stories The whole ride, all the time. I was in the back of that car. It was a Volkswagen Jetta, usually. Sometimes a Corolla. My dad loves Volkswagens, mm-hmm. and I would just not. I didn't even have to have headphones on. I would just visualize mostly ballets. I don't know why, but the story, a story of dancing and like stuff that happened in the music, mm-hmm. and. I really, I think I really thank myself for that. I think that's just where I naturally went was like, oh, I'm bored or I don't want to be a part of whatever's going on here. Right. I'm going to visualize my own story. Mm. That's cool.
0: And was that something that, um, happened without music or was it mainly around music? Like did the music inspire the, the imagery or did you kind of do a bit of both like music and no music? with the visuals.
1: I did both, but it was definitely started with music. It mm. started probably by going to the ballet because I oh. I remember just doing a lot of ballet visualizing. I don't think I knew the moves very well because I mean I took a little ballet, but mm. and I was always in the audience. I was never in the ballet. I would just visualize it and now that you mentioned like is it was it inspired by the music? It's definitely like 99 percent inspired by the music i would have been audioizing music if i would have actual music uh, for sure that's cool it's the drama
2: <laughs> the drama of music
0: <laughs> and then speaking of music uh, while we're just on the topic you have um uh, an instrument behind you uh to your left or right that probably most people don't know about. I didn't know about until I met you. Can you just talk about what that is?
1: Yes. Well, it's half of it in here. <laughs> I'm in my little studio. Nice. That's one antenna on the theremin. Yep. And then... Is
0: the other one, like, sticking up vertically? Is that what it was? I can't remember.
2: Right left. <laughs> oh, oh there it is up. yep yeah
1: yep. it's sticking up vertically yep and so this is the first synthesizer no oh, key that's... it's the first electronic instrument i mean this is a newer one <laughs> but um there's technically there would have been an oscillator in here mm-hmm. an oscillator like on a radio um, or any sounding instrument, but there's there's computer chips in here. I admit it i I spotted some computer chips. I built this, oh wow, with help, but um, this is two antennas, one antenna controls the pitch, which is the upright one that I just showed you mm-hmm. and this one controls the um volume oh, so okay you don't touch it you just get in the field. So mm-hmm. there's a field around this antenna, like any antenna, that mm-hmm. will be sensitive to anything that comes right. into contact with it, including my hand or my body or anybody's body. I've played with a gerbil before. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> at at, at that, that performance that you saw, I think. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like, oh, my aunt, I think. <sighs> came up she's like i have a pet i was like let's have the pet pet play oh
0: my god that's right yeah (laughs) that's so cool
1: it works so yeah
0: this is kind of a strange question with that but like has it ever like i grew up uh, like in like my some of my first spiritual experiences in my household when i was young was just i grew up in a haunted house so like that was how i not religious not spiritual like that was just my introduction to spirituality was like getting freaked out and running away from things you know (laughs) you know normal things people uh, uh, experience with those kids but have you ever turned that on and you weren't around it or like nothing was around it like physically but it just started going off has that ever like happened or
1: with this no but i've blown a lot of light bulbs (laughs) got it and and this is actually in the fix-it pile right now because Ah. this is my trusty
2: Pedal, Sex pedal,
1: yeah. Nice. Because theremin is really annoying if you don't play it well. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and I play it well, but with pedals. I don't play it with like a symphony. And, you know, like uh, the ballet would be very abstract with my playing. It's more Jimmy Page plus Clara Rockmore. If, you know, what the theremin players of the world are. Got it. Cool. Awesome.
0: Um, yeah, so we got kind of a painted a little bit of picture um, what you're going through leading up to like finding a school and starting to dive in um, even more into spirituality and your psychic gifts. Um, can you talk about what that was like? Because that, like, some people don't even realize, like, oh, well, wait, you can go to a, a school, like, they exist and like you could take these classes and develop these abilities. What was your experience like learning, going through these classes and trainings?
1: uh okay
0: <laughs> that's well, a big question
1: well that's the thing is like the first thing was actually first thing that they teach you and if you're if you're teaching in the right way mm. I, in my opinion it's all okay. in my opinion but you're gonna start with the basics and that's actually what I had skipped over and all my little witchiness in high school and all my little spells that I did that backfired on me because they did <laughs> um, but it, you start with the basics and the foundation of things and when my teacher said because I was there because I was my life was just slipping away I just didn't know how my health was going to be i didn't know how anything was going to go i was scared mm. and the first thing that they said was everything is energy and i was like all right okay well i'm in a psychic school and we're talking about energy that makes sense everything is energy and energies get mixed up and i was like i'm uh, yup <laughs> <That makes sense laughs> for me Mm -hmm. energy get mixed up because you know whatever whatever that means sounds right Mm -hmm. and then and you can heal that and your energy would never hurt you your own energy would never mess you up it would never help you would never hurt you would never and I was like can I ask a question (laughs) and they were like yeah you know whatever it's beautiful teaching class so I was like so if you have like a problem with your health and like that's just an energy that got mixed up is that what you're saying is you're just saying that because I've been living like this for a while now and it seems to be this reality and they were like yeah that's not your energy and you can clear that and I was like can I ask <laughs> you again just to make sure that we're on the same page <laughs> like, I was just baffled and I was just like well I'm going to be here for you know um I literally signed up for every single spiritually signed up for every single thing that ever was going to ever happen in psychic classes at that moment I believe like I just kept staying I was working there I was taking trainings and I was people were like the director the teachers were like why is Ali still here because Allie is mixed up, you know, things, <laughs> and she can hear it. <laughs> right. I'd lost my job. I was given unemployment. Money fell in my lap. Like, I had been poor and sick and all messed up. And then money just came in through strange circumstances and twists of fate. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to take this training then and then this training. And I just had to have it. And I was good at something for the first time in my life. So uh. that was the fun thing. I was like, oh, I'm good at this. And I actually think I'm good at this. Right. And other people are saying I'm good at it. And they're being I'm helping people. That was just... It was, I it was everything Unknowing.
0: I ever, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like, how that, that kind of stuff happens, where things seem like they're getting worse or falling apart, and then so, there's a little shift, and then it seems like things just start falling in place. It's like the opposite's happening. There's, like, all the struggle, the effort, and then suddenly, like, like, you're saying, like, oh, no, like money's coming in and now it's like you have the ability to like do these classes to help heal yourself and mm-hmm. um i always find that kind of um uh, amusing and uh magical so
1: yeah oh yeah i mean like it's things fell apart more too
0: sure sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that does happen Looking All
1: sunshine <laughs> and roses and like wearing all kind of colors from then on yeah yeah <laughs> like it The growth period, would you know, like I, my body really had a lot to catch up to, because my spirit at that time was like, I'm signing up for this and this and like every training known to man. I just want to sign up for all of this. Energy gets mixed up and you can heal it. Stuff like, what is that? Like, there's so many layers and uh, little details about how energies gets mixed mixed up. And so much you can play with. And I was just good at it. So I just decided, I guess, spiritually. And then my body was just like, All right. <laughs> oh
0: no. <laughs> We're doing this right.
1: <laughs> you know, like there a lot a lot happened emotionally and physically because my mental health and my physical health had just been really going downhill. You know, way before it I mean Your mental and physical health never really has to go downhill. Right. Not even if you get old.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's, I relate to that a lot because that's how, uh, my leading up to all kind of what we're talking about getting some training was just total depression, just lost, confused. Like I have no clue. And then you know, join taking those classes, it's yeah, it's not an overnight fix, but like it's there's a lot of growth periods along the way to um have more of the joy and the happiness. Can you talk about speaking about growth periods? Because <laughs> do you want to talk about what uh for someone listening going, Growth period, what the hell is that? Um what's it like what do you how would you define a growth period or just some of your experiences growing and changing um throughout that time period?
1: Yeah well So I had gotten mixed up in a lot of energy that wasn't mine. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And as we have already talked about, and this happens, I think, to everybody. And also what I've come to believe since then Mm -hmm. through thinking about it and getting some clarity in my own life is that just the idea that energy exists and everything is energy and energy gets mixed up and your energy gets mixed up in others and it, others energy gets mixed up in you, which is fantastic. Sometimes it's the most wonderful thing to connect with somebody mm-hmm. and it can be rough and it can get you messed up mm-hmm. if you, you know, if you can, if you don't have some awareness of it.
2: Right.
1: And I think that that's what a growth period is, is becoming aware of what you've been mixed up in and clearing that out and having, and sometimes bringing in what you've lost. Mm. And that whole concept has been sort of suppressed across the board on this planet. Right like no you're like energy isn't real it's just the material world that's real you're talking about something that isn't real and it became very real to me when the growth period hit Mm -hmm. when my body catches up with my spirit miracles happen and little miracles big miracles but miracles nonetheless and that's what a growth period is is when your body just has the emotional and physical reaction that it's going to have when your ego has the emotional and physical reaction that it's going to have when your spirit or your energy changes right and sometimes it's like you can't even go back like i i was operating in a way that i will never see again Mm. I with people that I will never like. I loved them, people that I deeply loved. I'm just, I can't. It's just I'm different now, and they are too. Of course, we're right. all alone. But yeah, th- I think that it's. I think growth periods in general have been. Well, they got a bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can. They definitely can, but.
0: They're worth it in the end is
1: it? <laughs> yeah well you can enjoy them too like right this past week when i was on a trip with new people and doing new things and growing and changing and my body was like oh my god i'm <laughs> not gonna survive this yeah i i've actually cleared a lot of resistance to change in general. So I was just like, okay, how do I enjoy this? How do I enjoy the the awkwardness of this or the the rejection of that or the, the unstableness of the ground that I'm hiking on? And it's just, it, I enjoyed every second of it. Honestly, I can say. I was like really impressed with myself. I was like, wow, you could have really... Gone into baby alley and, <laughs> and hiker alley showed up nice that's she, it yeah she doesn't know how what she's doing but she, and she got lost <laughs> hiker alley is around now that's
0: good <laughs> lost in uh return that's good
1: <laughs> I got lost at bell rock between uh, the highways between the divided highways i never crossed the oh. highway i crossed one way and then i was going for the you know there's a divided highway with like hills and uh hiking between because oh, we had yeah, to yeah. go somewhere else and so it was a little complicated and i get across one part of the highway that was going north yeah. and the other side just never showed up and then this i found a trail and this guy was on a bike and I was like, so where's the other highway? He's like, how are you doing? And I was like, a lot better now that you're here. <laughs> like, <I don't laughs> know where I was. And he was like, no, the highway's behind you. And I was like, but I only crossed one highway. And he's like. I <laughs> <laughs>
2: there, oh, it's, it's back
1: there. I was like, "Okay, cool. Where's Yava Pai? Where's the trailhead because I'm just trying to get back?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, just take a ride at the junction. You're fine." And I was like, "Thank you."
2: <laughs>
1: this guy again, once again, this guy had answered through the form of a, some biker guy that knew where Yava Pai was.
0: Yeah. One of your spirit guides just made him bike your way. And he's like, why the hell am I biking this way?
1: <laughs> wait, wait. I don't even... he, he, he just <laughs> up. He had, like, walked into a tree because I had this sun hat on. I mean, typical new hiker.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like all by myself because I had, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy.
0: That's cool. But, yeah. that, Bell Rock's cool. That was one of my favorite uh, places to to go to and just kind of chill. I'm just kind of take it all in
2: yeah yeah
0: i like that there
1: until my shoe broke
0: oh <laughs> so you did have a quite an adventure
1: <laughs> my backpack and my shoe broke that day and it it was all taken care of it was great nice. awesome i think that i've been using archangels as guides mostly lately i wasn't okay. angels before and I wasn't into astrology. I wasn't into anything. I was just like clean purists, like just the psychic tools. Right now, now I'm doing kabbalistic rituals, and I'm playing around with all kinds of—I don't know—expanding magic, magical things, magic with a K.
0: I like it. Um. Yeah, that's it's, it's, kind of like, it reminds me of, so I've, like, there's times where I've been, like, homeless or just doing my thing as an adventurer, just hiking or whatever it is. And I find that when, I'm wondering if you should kind of have this similar experience, like, when I put myself kind of really far away from my comfort zone, <laughs> um, yes, there could be a touch of misery, of course, but then there's the, like, the magic opens up, and you start to see weird signs and there's like these weird signature syn- 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 can't say the word signature synchronicities um like you know someone pulls up on their bike or you know whatever it is like you start to see these things happen you're just like oh this is really funny do you find that like in those moments you're more when you're out of your comfort zone more in touch with spirit like you're out of that routines kind of state
1: definitely yeah when you're changing your momentum. Because I do, I get into cycles and momentum, you know, like this is what I do when I wake up and this is, you know, like
2: right. having
1: all, a lot of rituals and habits that continue and that just kind of make you safe is great, but yeah. also when the storm comes, <laughs> when you get lost and yes. things seem a little unstable and you don't know how things are going to go what there's something inside of you that can save you always and that's that connection that's what i think that's what i know to be true for myself right and that's another thing that's been a little suppressed for a lot of people but but i think this is we're all just noticing now it's been suppressed and we're waking up right maybe maybe it took it, it i needed years I needed a year like some people can do it in a month or two months or one year or something. I needed like fifteen years to learn how to wake up and continuously <laughs> wake up right to, to this energy thing because it's what rules the world it's behind
2: everything,
0: yeah, no, I think that's and that's like my favorite part of life is actually is is the the those little moments of the waking up. Mm That's just like like someone has like a lucid dream and they realize they're dreaming. That little waking up moment of like, oh my God, I'm dreaming. But having those things happen in like your waking everyday life of just these epiphanies and those moments of like the aha moments, those are like my favorite moments. And I think like kind of never ending. It's always like we're always learning and growing. Um, Yeah, those are, I don't know. Have you ever had lucid dreams before is that something that's something that the audience uh i think are into is that something any dreaming or lucid dreaming stuff you uh
1: want to discuss i basically you get a little flack for this but <laughs> that's all right <laughs> I'm, here for it. I'm here for it but i don't dream very much when i'm asleep sometimes mm. I do and it's not lucid but it's yeah. fun and like I used to have bad dreams when I was a kid mm. um you know like bad recurring nightmares and stuff but I don't I feel like life is kind of a waking dream mm. because I have When you're dreaming, there's that part of you that's like dreaming and like, you're like, oh, you know, like, the brakes don't work on the car, you know, like, or I can go so fast in my car or this, you know, whatever thing is going on in the dream. Right. And then there's the part of you that's just like, sees that you're in a car and like witnesses the witness part of you. Yeah. Through. A lot of. Psychic work and meditation. I have gotten in touch with that part of me during the waking times. Ah, so everything is kind of like a dream to me, and you know, things can go wrong in dreams, but things go really right. And there's a lot less limits on me than I thought there were in my past.
0: I'm so, yeah, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Because, like, I, um, and I know, like, I struggle with dreaming because I, I have to really focus to remember my dreams and then to remember them and then get to other stuff kind of with dream work. Um, but I love that you kind of brought it to the waking because, um, just being able to, I call it like lucid living, I guess that's kind of like a phrase or popular term online now, but Yeah, I guess, can you talk more about that? Because that's huge, just being able to, uh, because you mentioned earlier, resistance to change. And I imagine if you're getting more in touch with this part of you that can just kind of, just kind of just watch, observe, notice things, you're less likely to get caught in that grinding of the resistance to whatever's moving and changing around you. Um, Can you speak more to that, that awareness? Yeah,
1: well... I'm gonna dial back to what you were talking about just a minute ago. Say you were talking about trying really hard to dream or like really focus on, and whenever you go into effort, right? It kind of, or even explanation, Mm. it not you specifically, just like when when someone might, which sure. I am, I'm someone. <laughs> um, I've been in a lot of effort before and that's what I've changed about me. Like when I, when, if I'm step, like, if I'm dipping my toes into effort, I step back mm-hmm. into the witness, like, Oh, wait a second. Like you could really go into effort here. You could fight this person or feel really bad about, you know, like being lost. (laughs) And I never really did. I was just like, you know what? This is the part where I got lost and everybody has to get lost on a vision quest. I set my intentions to go on a vision quest and now I'm here alone with a broken shoe in the desert. I'm lost. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And, you know, and and my water's dwindling and, you know, it was so great. But... So going into effort, especially in dreams or just magic in general. Sure.
2: Because
1: magic is a dream. Magic is, that's what I'm really into is like, I was into the psychic stuff and that just helped me get in touch with magic, like real magic, not the kind of magic that's not real, which is a lot of people. I realize people are listening to me talk and they think that what i'm talking about isn't real when i say magic and that like it took me like two years to be like oh i need to be more specific here Um, (laughs) this is this is real to me this is this things do pop into my existence and pop out of my existence Mm -hmm. just through non-effort so if you can use the magical tools you can remove a lot of the effort which ruins magic
2: Mm, right
1: and i don't remember what the question was that i'm trying to answer but (laughs) i guess i'm talking more about dream but it makes the dream better right that's what i'm always trying to do is like make the dream more enjoyable more uh smooth Mm. less you know like when a when some sort of reroute happens, like oh we can't get a table at a restaurant or something mundane, or like this place is cl- or this you know the parking lot's full at this um uh, yeah. trailhead. A lot of that in Sedona. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. If you don't get there at seven a.m., yeah. the parking lot is full, or if you don't get there at six twenty or whatever, yep. and. And guess what? If we would have parked at the right trailhead and we wouldn't have had to cross that highway, I wouldn't have gotten lost. And guess what? I'm super happy I got lost now.
2: Right, right. I mean,
1: I wasn't even like, oh, yeah, I'm lost again. <laughs> 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 and getting yourself unlost or unfucked mm-hmm. is one of the most. Biochemically enjoyable things ever. Hmm. Like the dopamine, the oxytocin, the whatever happens in your glands and in your biochemistry when you get lost with a broken shoe and then you get unlost, it's so worth it. It's kind of like winter and spring. Like spring is happening right now. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad I suffered all winter. (laughs) No sun and everything. Yeah. it's great.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's an interesting thing, point that you make there because, um, you know, it's like kind of going back, you're mentioning, I mean, I think we both kind of, I think, have that in common of handling depression. And it's like if you, someone that I think um, starts off early with that and then eventually kind of starts to reach like more of the inner happiness or the peace or joy or, it's, you have so much more gratitude because you've, you know, it's like how can you really experience you know, that joy, if that, if you don't know some of the, the heavier energies and then you are so much more grateful because it's like, okay, I've been through that. And now I'm experiencing this other thing that's natural always. And I highly value and so grateful that now I can have this, I can experience this. I can get back to it if I lose it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because yeah, it's not about being perfect all the time. You're not, if you're going to do life and you're going to do it right i guess i don't know why yeah right is kind of a little bit but like if you're gonna do it right um you're gonna run into some problems right and if you can't get yourself out of problems then what what kind of a ride have you even been on it's pretty boring
0: <laughs> right
1: anyway but i mean there's some people that might want to just have a vacation life and i get that and i I want that so bad some parts of me <laughs> Right. and there's parts of me that are so lazy oh my god I love her but um
2: <laughs>
1: I am I just can't I can't be lazy all the time right and it's yeah and one I mean like another thing that I've been working with like I was saying that the Kabbalistic rituals and the magical practices, like Greek and Hellenistic stuff and, and thelema and all that stuff. It's fun to have something on the external. What I've been playing with is sigils. And that's what sigil, the sigil worked for me on that getting lost. Oh. Um, I made a sigil, which is a symbol. Okay. And just a symbol that envelopes or encompasses a magical thought or a magical Mm -hmm. spell really Mm -hmm. um and what and i've been working with this one for a while and it's pretty solid so i'll tell you what it is (laughs) (laughs) everything is always working out for me Mm. and people freak out when i say it they're like like my brother sorry Mikey I love you <laughs> he was like isn't that a little bit like self-centered and I was like what everything is always working out for me and he's just like yeah but like and people think on often that it's taking away like it's creating scarcity for them and it's creating oh. like there's this they they can't just have that witness view of well everything is always working out i'm i'm the only one i can control i'm not going to put that on you you can have the symbol you can have it right. you can have the everything is always working out for me say it out loud see how you feel see how much resistance you encounter <laughs> yeah i want everybody to have it i want everybody to have because it gets you out of a sticky situation yeah get locked out everything is always working out for me you get in a jam everything is always working out for me it always it just can't not work right at one point so that's
0: another um you bring up like the word have like being able to have mm-hmm. um and i'm sure we all like i definitely know and i'm sure many people know what it what it feels like or the experience of like lacking or or scarcity or i can't have whatever it is something it could be anything um but being able to shift out of the constant uh i want i want or seeking and then you reach a point where holy shit something's opened up to whoa now things are flowing or now i can have things and it's like kind of scary how it's effortless or there's an ease or a grace to it where it's like we're so used to the kind of the grind or the effort the effort um talk about that or it sounds like that's some of what you're talking about
1: that's actually there's another side to that that i've been thinking about a lot lately Mm. because good things have been happening to me Mm. because i did for well i rose my vibration or my havingness i'm able to have more of want stuff rather than manifesting on the don't want level right energies that subconsciously just unconsciously sitting in me that's manifesting too right the conscious want i want a million dollars or i want i want to have a hug or something Mm -hmm. that is a conscious want but there's subconscious things all happening that i've you know that your body is carrying around and manifesting out all, all the time getting locked out or you know like getting lost on a thing i would never like be like oh i want to get lost right i'm trying to get lost right now i mean not all who wander are lost
2: but right um,
1: <laughs> there, there's something to be said about well, again, non-resistance. Hmm. So, yeah, I. What are we? What are we even talking about? I'm talking about getting lost again. Well,
0: I, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think it's you're right on it. It's I think the the shift from the wanting and then getting into a place of of having, and right. uh, I think that kind of goes along with maybe. I forget the word that you use, but working with the symbol and kind of the the magic and how things are shifting for you in that way. It's like, oh, I can, I can have things. And that lights people up.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I find myself like good things are happening. And then I find myself like sitting and having good things happening. Like, like my beautiful favorite auntie. And now I have so many favorite aunties because I fell in love (laughs) with my whole family on this trip. But Nice. Uh, this favorite auntie of mine was like, I have all these miles. Let me take you. Let me take you with on this trip. And I was like, I would never go to Sedona. Yeah. I would not by myself, especially not by myself. You know, I'm not going to start the hike by myself. I might end it by myself. But <laughs> but I found myself closing up my channels, closing up my energy receiving when, when I was receiving this wonderful things, because I'm, I am, I'm used to grinding and having things be hard. And, you know, like, it's a trick if it's good. And sometimes, you know, like all that energy, that subconscious energy that doesn't allow me to have.
0: Right. Do I deserve it?
1: Yeah. Worthy? Do I deserve it? Or like, what do I have to give now? Or like, what kind of happen You know, like, do I can't afford this or what I can afford or, I am going to have to, whatever it is, the story that you have in your mind, that's just all extra energy that you've picked up, you know, maybe throughout time. And I found that it was time to let go of that Mm. and open up myself to receiving because I've always been a giver. I've controlled my surroundings constantly for years being a giver and that's not necessarily how i want to function for the rest of my life it's not it's not appropriate or healthy
0: right you um so you just mentioned the word control you've can controlling everything around you um do you do you sense where there's a time where um this is not an easy thing but like letting just letting the surrendering you mentioned the surrendering before like that's a huge like all right, I'm going to get, I'm going to take the hands off the steering wheel and just kind of see, see where this thing takes me. And that's like terrifying, but like, um, do you have those moments where you decide to surrender and like what happens or what follows as a result of that, that surrendering?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it used to just happen when bad things were happening. Mm. Like, like the time that I was sitting on the bus bench and I was like I need help I surrender because I but I was opening myself to to receiving at that time you know way back when and you know like just a little pinhole please (laughs) (laughs) but now I've built up some momentum of receiving and built up some balance of giving and receiving because you can you create currents in life you create currents with money currency and you create currents with the energy of your body's health and you create currents between people in relationships and the energy is always moving we know this and unless it's stuck and then we know it yeah, we know how that goes <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and we know how to get unstuck so the idea of just everything always moving really just surrendering to the movement,
2: right? Uh, yeah.
1: Like it's going to move otherwise it's stuck and we stuck energy is messed up and just, you know, like not physically or mentally appropriate or, you know, healthy. And when you can get energy moving, you really don't have an excuse. Mm. You you can't be a victim anymore. You can't be a victim to the stuck energy or the energy that got mixed up from that person or, you know, that situation where you you can't be a victim because you can move energy.
0: Right. That's And that leads to a second point that you kind of mentioned. Um, you were talking about, like, holding something in your mind. And and I think it was maybe, like, about, um, you know, maybe, like, not feeling like you deserve or am I worthy of receiving this thing, whatever it is. Um, And then we have, we hold these things and being able to let those go. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Like, just being, like, holding images in our mind and, and letting them go and what that process, how that unfolds for people that do this work.
1: Yeah. The thing is, is sometimes we hold images in our mind that we don't even know we're holding. We're just not right. aware of it. We're sub It's subconscious. It's, right. you know, I've done a little work with like union psychology ah, mm-hmm. and adding it to magic and adding it to the psychic tools, which is just like, was like a layer cake of wonderfulness, but nice, like, a lot that what I'm saying is there's just so much like a hundred percent of you is manifesting all the time mm-hmm. and you're aware of a certain percent of what you're existing as, if that makes sense like there's there's a hundred percent of you manifesting, and if eighty percent of it is subconscious and unconscious and you're not aware of it what like what is in your mind there's all kinds of pictures in my mind that of, of wonderful things and probably terrible dark things that i don't even have an idea of and once you can become aware of that it, it things get to a little be a little bit psychedelic a <laughs> <laughs> right. little bit yeah so holding an image In your mind or in your existence is is magical Mm. and it can change you Mm -hmm. and a lot of people have no like including me i struggle with my attention span Mm. and you know being able to hold an image or hold a vibration right Like, that's what, that's the probably the biggest deterrence to meditation ever is people think that they're supposed to stay a certain way Mm. for the whole meditation. They're supposed to gain enlightenment or gain some sort of thing, which you do, but it's a constant ride. Like, oh, here's some energy that I, that's interfering with my, uh abundance meditation right now or you know like i want to get some money i want to meditate on that so you you know what's in the way wow a bunch of stuff that i didn't wasn't aware of before but now that i'm focusing on money or whatever it is or you know yeah art or whatever it is that you're focusing on a lot of people focus on money and relationships and love yep i think that once you once again you realize that that's just energy that you need to move and surrender to the movement. Right.
0: And you find that, you know, for yourself or just people around you or people you've worked with that, you know, while some of those images could be our own in our mind, but then you start to wake up and go, oh my, wait a second, that's not even, I don't even know who this is or where this came from. And it's not even, anything related to you it's not yours at all and just being able to like that that's a waking up um have you had that share anything about that experience
1: well oh, energies get mixed up man <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go comes full circle
1: <laughs> the more sensitive you are like i grew up very sensitive for some reason i came in and i was just like I'm going to control everything with all my beautiful sensitivity and I'm going to help everyone everywhere all the time. And that's how I'm going to keep everything stable. And it was it like, you know, it, it rocked me, uh, early on. And I ended up mixed up with a lot of people's energy, you know, starting with my parents, I'm sure. But and you don't remember any of that that just goes straight to the subconscious right? <laughs> oh and like when you're 33 years old it's just like wow why am i afraid of steps <laughs> right. and why why yeah. why are bluebirds just like irritating to me you know it's just like that yeah. some weird energy got mixed up with you so yeah energies get mixed up and they can be manifesting in your life through God knows what. And if you can notice what's yours and what's not yours, that's a huge help. It's been a huge help in my, in my world.
0: Yeah, I agree. Same thing for me. I, that, that alone right there. And I think for me, like that summed up a lot of clairvoyance, the just being able to differentiate, like see and go, oh, that's not me. And that's like a relief. But that's also terrifying. You're just like, Oh, good. That's not me. But what is me? And then there's this whole unraveling of who the hell am I? (laughs) Which is fun and exciting at the same time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember in like early 2020, I was like, it was like, January and I had this huge like, meltdown, like, I don't know, I just remember being at my house one night and just being like oh my god why does it feel like the world is ending (laughs) I was just like oh my god i have to make a sigil i have to do something i have to you know grab something from the outside world to comfort me because i'm going crazy because i need to you know like i found some energy (laughs) that i've got mixed up in and it's just i don't know it's just so comforting to and at that time I think that's when I realized I can always clear anything Mm -hmm. like I can move any energy like it it, you know send me an energy I can't move and I'll I'll try as you know until I die I'll move some energy and it's just I think everybody has forgotten that and that makes me sad.
2: <laughs> right.
1: But I think that I can help and you can help mm-hmm. people remember.
2: Right.
1: Cause I'm not like when I teach or give readings or like uh, wake up people's psychic abilities, I don't, I'm not teaching them something they don't know. Right. And I was not te- taught things that I don't know. I was remembered to or like recalled like or cleaned off kind of like archaeology you know like Mm. oh yeah these these old artifacts yep that were inside me and now like just i've got some cool shit (laughs) 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 buried yeah and i just keep unburying stuff because you know i go way back right
0: no that's that's a great metaphor i like that um I it. you kind of segue pretty nicely. Um, So you talk about teaching. Um, Was there a point you kind of knew you're like, wait a second. I think I want to start teaching this stuff. I want to help other people in a way that that you were helped. When did that, um, when did you realize that? And then maybe a follow up is like, what has your teaching journey
1: been like? Well, my, no. I don't know I was gonna do this (laughs) I was taking trainings and like I said I signed up I was just like I'm in this for the long haul spiritually I didn't my body didn't know I was in it for the long haul I was like oh it's it's gonna end this great thing is gonna end at any point the other shoe is gonna drop like that's how I was in my conscious body but my Spirit was just like no no we're we're going and we're gonna milk this <laughs> <laughs> we're going into the phd here so <laughs> yeah, totally. i have a phd in spirituality yeah. <laughs> but from a non-accredited but uh, very powerful um establishment but i i just remember not being appropriate to be a student anymore (laughs) ah right and i was like yeah so i'm here and the teachers and the directors of the school were like so if you're gonna teach you're gonna need to just go and witness Mm -hmm. what i'm teaching you know like you're gonna have to sit next to me while i'm teaching and i was like what is that what what? like what did i learn (laughs) no you're a teacher like you're 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 stepping out of The student space or vibration or mindset, and you're stepping into a different part of you, really. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay, hey, totally got it. You know, like I was just a natural at that. I was just like, Oh, yeah, I can tell people what to do. People have always listened to me, and I've always wondered why. like like, why are you listening to me why are you wearing what i wear why why are you copying me and i'm and it was irritating and scary because whatever and then i realized oh i'm just kind of a dynamic personality and i was hiding Uh, and teaching made it so i didn't uh, hide anymore (laughs) right which is a thing all in itself yeah and it still does. Like, I still hide, and I still teach, and I, you know, it's a roller coaster.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start, you. I mean, you could, whether it's physical or online, you could technically run away, but typically you don't do that. But that, yeah, once you start, it's just like, okay, here we go. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right,
1: what yeah what what kind of a swell will this bolero come to that's (laughs) i really like bolero songs. (laughs)
0: yeah but yeah you can't you cannot you can't be not seen or not heard in that situation and that's like puts it's like the little pressure cooker you put yourself into and you're like why am i doing this and then you're like okay this is why i'm doing this
2: (laughs) because
1: I just really think people need to know the the people that want to know are going to find out. And I found a way as you have, I think to make it easier because everybody's going to wake up. Everybody's going to wake up to their spirit, their energy, because energy exists Mm -hmm. and everybody at some point is going to become conscious of that right and it's it can be violent and it can be very scary and it can be a beautiful experience and you know it can be a whole spectrum of experiences and i found a way to play with it instead of struggle with it right I used to right.
2: like to
1: struggle. <laughs> That's huge. That's a huge
0: transition and shift. Um, have you have you noticed, like, obviously, like, on your spiritual journey, especially as, like, a student, like, you're getting more connected with uh, spirit in general, your higher self, whatever you want to call that. Do you feel like when you shifted into, like, a, a teacher mode that you were even going deeper with that connection to source, to your higher self? Um kind of maybe what you were on that park bench saying, I don't know what's out there, but universe, whatever, like, Hey, I need help. Do you feel like you, when you started teaching and even up to this point, and I'm sure after like still strengthening that connection to spirit and making, having more certainty and all that, making that more real for for you?
1: Yeah, I think I ask for help a lot more. And that's part of how I connect Hmm. is, I ask myself, my future self, my higher self, whatever that bigger, that unlimited self, sure. me, or God, or um, both or angels, whatever it is guides. Yeah. I ask for help and I receive it. And that's like another current, like it's energy moving out. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm like this big, super psychic knows all sees all is all There's just like a super, teacher psychic like has an answer for all the questions (laughs) all that stuff
2: yeah
1: like uh, I answer things in strange ways sometimes that's okay but I've been asking for more help than I ever have in my life since I was like a baby (laughs) you know like I think that that even though I've my personal power is much more connected to, like, I'm, I'm more connected to my personal power, my ability to do stuff on earth, Mm -hmm. uh, as a being. But it's through asking for a lot of help from mostly from outside or like, you know, uh, metaphysical sources. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when it's on a hike, <laughs> my auntie that knows how to do this. So I, I ask for help more than ever. And that's just, I, it's this thing that I was against before. I never wanted mm. help. I always wanted to do everything by myself. And I still am pretty independent, but sure, yeah, it's once there's energy, there's just so much abundance. Right. You can't, like, just asking for help doesn't put anyone in scarcity. It actually stimulates people's
2: power. Mm-hmm. So that's,
1: it's interesting.
2: Yeah,
0: I think that's awesome. Um, and it's obviously got to be very different from, um, like, kind of just basing things off. I think this is what we where most people are used to is, sure, the effort, but the uh, everything has to be logical, it has to be kind of rational kind of has to make sense and the thing yeah the things you're talking about the miracles and working with the guides and different beings and uh it kind of comes out of nowhere it seems and it's uh it's kind of exciting and fun so but it doesn't make usually rational sense
2: like the
1: guy on the bike i was just like i need help (laughs) comes up on the rocks and i was just like
2: okay
1: yeah that's cool um Mm -hmm. Exactly where to send me. Yeah, so
0: I want to talk about, um, you know, a lot of like my early uh, videos or podcast interviews have been more about things of like um, mediumship or out of being out of the body, lucid dreaming stuff. Um, but there's a whole other side of that: the importance of being able to be grounded or like starting to have a marriage between body and spirit. Uh, that connection, that communication. Um, could you speak to that? Because I think that's really important, and um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not a lot of people know a lot about that.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, when, so I got in my earlier life, but, and oftentimes in my life now, I get extremely disconnected from my body. Mm. Um, I'm really good at that, <laughs> getting <laughs> way out there, but actually the more you get in, the more you can get out. Cause I right. love it out there in the crazy interdimensional, I don't, I can't explain it. Like you said, the logic, logic it has no power here. Right. And it, I understand logic does have power in some spaces, but sure. um, material, materialists and, you know, logical world, I do struggle with sometimes, but the more I get into my body, which doesn't necessarily mean logic, it just means like the physical sensation of being mm. human, mm-hmm. having of a, a physical form,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which I had gotten completely disconnected from. The, literally, the disease was going numb, so mm-hmm. I just couldn't feel. Literally, parts of my body couldn't, mm-hmm. didn't didn't work, and when i got back into my body and really reconnected with my physicalness which i had kind of, i didn't sweat before and mm. like you know like 10 years after i like was in like getting into my body and doing all these psychic exercises which are ethereal but they're also very connecting to your physical right i was started like i was biking one day and a drip of sweat went down i was like (laughs) (laughs) i'm like riding on the streets of chicago what i was just like how like this is sweat like i really didn't like i like kept my body from sweating sometimes because i hated it Mm. so much i don't know it's i was weird and nah, nah, nah. now, now I sweat now sometimes, you know, like I, it's, it's, I'm just much more real mm. so that I can get more unreal. Mm, uh, I see. Yep. Yeah, so I'm see. like super into getting out of the body still. Sure. But Having, it's like the experience of coming home, like mm. you can come home, but like, also it's just, it's really great to get into a weird desert and lost there if you have a home to come back to right and I reset my home to come back to and I I'm just so grateful to myself for that and Mm -hmm. to all the people that have helped me Mm -hmm. and guided me and it's just it's so wonderful to have that because I just didn't even it didn't even occur to me before to have a home to get to I just wanted to be out there there and doing magic and spells and messing things up.
2: <laughs> and, yeah. not be real.
1: and now now it's like, oh, okay, being real is kind of fun, <laughs> right, like cooking, oh my God,
0: yes, yeah, the older I get, the more i uh have fallen in love with food and making food <laughs>
1: yes. and making food like this the the pandy happened, we all know this, I'm all sure. and I found I was already working from home and like pretty much nothing changed except for I wasn't very social anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> I started cooking. Cause I like, when I would be social, it was when I would go and have some food, like, mm-hmm. you know, in a restaurant or something. Right. And I was like, well, I want to still eat good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm learning to make masaka and like all, just all different kinds of amazing, like uh Korean fried chicken and all this wonderful things that, uh, it's actually really great and makes it more real if you cook it yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just like this love, you know, it's classic. It's, it's so it's been said a million times, if not more that, you know, she puts the love in there and it's true. I put a little love in there and then a little magic water from the full moon or something too, because I'm just like that.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Um, Yeah. Kind of going back, you mentioned the, Bringing up the having, it sounds like having the best of both worlds, like, oh, being in the body or, and being out of the body. It's not just kind of one or the other type thing. Um, but going a little bit further back, um, it sounds like to me like you were your own healing, like you getting in your body, the being, and then your energy coming in the body. It's like it's like you were the healing for yourself and your body, it seems. Does that, does that seem accurate or... Is that your experience yeah. of
1: it or? That, just you saying that makes me feel pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's very healing sentences to say and the energy behind it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, yeah, I, I am a healing. And that's what I've learned is you can't, like I said before, you can't teach someone to do this stuff mm-hmm. because they don't know it. You just teach them to find themselves. And they are the healing for themselves. So yes, a hundred (laughs) percent. (laughs) More there's yeah, that's I am the healing. Yeah. For me, but you are the healing for you and just your energy is just made for you and you're built for your energy. Like how could it not be like
2: that?
0: Right. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. um yeah so um it's been a long time since i've uh, talked to you and obviously a lot of things change um if people are listening to this and are like wow this just sounds awesome i want to learn about this or i want to get a reading or whatever it is um is there anything that you're offering to people in person online that you want to talk about or share
1: i do readings online i should put together a class at some point again but um (laughs) maybe maybe i've been getting a lot of communication about that but yeah look at my website and my instagram i'm kind of active on instagram okay um not like a influencer or you or any sort of podcaster i've played around with stuff and i'm still figuring it out but Sure, sure um yeah okay awesome Theremon alley like like an alley like an alley of theremins ah okay i got like it like a corridor of theremins Theremin alley
0: <laughs> i see the image that's as intense
2: but,
0: <laughs> i was like the sound
2: yeah yeah i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: it'd um, be terror yeah. or
0: pleasure i don't know
1: <laughs> it could right. Be intense. right Ceremon's been used for both.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, yeah, people pay to go see it, and then they could be used for some strange torture in some part of the planet, who knows? <laughs> right, <laughs> right,
1: right. But, but I'll teach you to clear that stuff out. I do, I do readings, but I also do sort of deprogrammings where you can uh-huh. release a lot of what's been burying your psychic and well energies and your abilities
2: so nice.
1: that's what I'm
0: really into <laughs> okay cool well i'll um i'll link that below for like youtube and some of the other platforms um so they can just easily click that and get in contact with you
2: yeah you're on youtube
1: and you're on spotify
0: um youtube spotify apple maybe google i'm not sure i don't okay. know if it's fully clicked in but
2: very yeah. cool i awesome <laughs> you're, doing it. you're
1: doing it i love it
0: yeah yeah i just want to say it's it's been i haven't talked to you and seen you in a long time it's nice to kind of catch up and um i enjoyed this chat and uh i don't know, who knows maybe i'm sure we could talk about a million other things um, so if you want to come back on in the future uh you're more than
1: welcome to so thank you thanks for having me awesome I enjoyed talking to
2: you I enjoyed yeah your
1: totally
0: cool For everyone, I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of the Language of Spirit show. We'll see you next time. Take care.